Big Fluff. Hang tight, guys. What is it? Oh, it better not be a dead body. Stop it, you're freaking me out. Oh my god. Is it a dead body? Hey, miss, can you hear me? Hey, base camp, this is Jake. I'm on the far side of Hoosier. Do we have a code three, repeat code three? I need ski patrol immediately. Got it, Jake. Hey, everybody, I'm Joel Murphy. And I'm Andy McIntyre. This is Silver Linings Playback, the podcast where we watch maligned movies and we find their silver linings. And it's still December, so we're still talking about Christmas movies. Uh, and this week we are talking about Falling for Christmas, the triumphant return of one Lindsay Lohan. Uh, and here to discuss it with us uh, back again for the holiday season, Jillian Vitko. Nice to, nice to have you back. Hello, it's nice to be back. Christmas Ch is here once again. Two triumphant returns in the same episode. Yes. Me and Lindsay, you know. So, so you know, parallel, parallel the life. parallels of your careers are, are, uh, are, are yeah, they're completely different. <laughs> different parallels. Yes. Yeah, you know. Uh, your tabloid fodder years are still ahead of you. Yes. And I'm sure. <laughs> they're, you know, uh, as as Honeydo and Skidesthesia story keeps sweeping yes. the festival circuits, you'll, yeah, you'll, you'll get mean, there. They're looking for anything, you know, anything yeah. on the, the photos on the front page. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's it, like I said, it's really good to have you back. And of course, one of the reasons we have you besides, uh, you know, being just a wonderful human being is you uh, every December as uh, part of your Instagram story. You talk about different Christmas movies and, and hype them up to the the world at large to yes. shine some lights on some some deep cuts sometimes too yes yeah i mean this is a third year so i kind of have some are the same but i like to have a lot of new ones so you got to really you know there's a wide wide playing field so you got to get the weird ones the cheesy ones all kinds what are the well, yeah. what are the staples that you can't get away from um it's a wonderful life sure it's definitely one um home alone i usually keep on there uh, like Christmas week, I like to keep the the classics. Um, I sense. usually put White Christmas and then Christmas with the Cranks and Christmas Vacation or like the ones that I'm like, can I get them all? I, I'm fascinated like that all. Christmas with the Cranks made it into the the like pantheon because it, no offense to that movie, but it's like the other ones are like, you know, top right, 10. Better. But I know. do. I think that one has been on every year so far. Nice. But but it might not be on next year. I don't know. But oh. it is hard to get all those classics when there's so many Christmas movies. <laughs> it, it, no, and we, we were talking before we uh, you know started tonight that just about how many gosh darn it's such an industry the Christmas yeah. movie factory between like there's some networks that I think they just make Christmas movies and then are yeah. dead air the rest of the calendar year. Yeah, but that's all I need. <laughs> it's like the radio stations that just like there's a certain point. When TV stations and radio stations just flip a switch and then it's just wall to wall Christmas until, you know, the end of the year. You know, 
like like there's legit an XM channel that's dark the rest of the year, but for like from like Black Friday until mid until mid January, it's mm-hmm. the Christmas channel, yeah. which is weirdly like the sort of TV and radio version of the Spirit Halloween stores that they just <laughs> they remain vacant the rest yes. of the year until they're filled. Until they are called upon. Yeah. For this season. Yeah. But yeah, this year it's uh it's Lindsay Lohan and Falling for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And you know, if you've seen Overboard, we don't need to recap this. So Yeah. Yeah, both are right there in the title. Falling <laughs> Overboard. <laughs> yeah, I did. Right. I did have that because I, I went into this movie. I don't know about both of you, but I went into it. I did not read any. Like I knew it was Lindsay Lohan and I knew right. it was a Christmas movie, but I knew nothing else about the plot. And when she fell, I was like, oh, <laughs> that's why it's called that. <laughs> now I get it. <laughs> it all makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think I, I knew the plot either before I watched it. I also, was like, oh, this is playing out very literally also that fall was like she died that's why (laughs) (laughs) then when they like cut to her like rolling oh my goodness like it was much like hit her head she would have been a dead body if Mm -hmm. this wasn't oh the the level of traumatic brain injury she should have suffered in real life and there's like was there even any blood like (laughs) no no there was no outside of the memory the very convenient very specific memory loss that only seem related to her name and right. uh, her fiance. <laughs> but otherwise she remembered everything else about her life and personality. Right. right. Like what she, yeah. That's yeah. Funny. Cause that's how amnesia and mm-hmm. traumatic brain injuries work. Uh, yeah. I don't know, but judging by the absolute horror of her fall and the fact that she has amnesia yeah, I think this takes place in the Hancock universe. <laughs> <laughs> I just do. The, the, if people the, the are, Will Smith superhero movie from yeah. 15 years ago. Yes. I just also if people are listening to this and they haven't seen the movie, to be clear, she, they're on the top of like a mountain and she in the Rockies in the Rockies yeah. and she's on skis and she falls backwards like mm-hmm. she slides backwards off of this peak. And then, as you said, Jillian, like rolls and then it, it was only stopped because her head collides with a tree. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I am sure that we all, if we didn't have to think that hard, could name four or five celebrities that have had horrific ski accidents yeah. that they didn't make it. No. Mm-hmm. And, and they, they may have been less horrific than the one portrayed. Yeah. Not even to mention her uh, fiance, for lack of a better word. Right. He was even more fine from his traumatic fall yeah he was like recording a video right after he like (laughs) fell got up got the phone out well that's the thing not only is he fine cell phone also fine battery dead but battery's dead but the (laughs) the cell phone's working perfectly yeah screen's not even screen damage yeah the camera works perfectly screen protector you know yeah (laughs) i mean i guess we don't know if the screen was cracked but we know the camera worked flawlessly it sure did right yeah I guess and the well, front-facing camera wasn't damaged in any right. way, shape, or form. Right. <laughs> I mean, we should probably take a step back. So we should, I think, maybe set this up a little bit well, more. Well, be careful. I don't want you falling down a hill if you take a step backwards. <laughs> All right. But, but yeah, so we open with just, like, the glorious life of Lindsay. Sierra, right, is her character's Sierra. name. And then... Sierra something waspy, I believe, was her Sierra, name. Sierra, like, ball. It starts with a B. Because yeah. her dad's name is Beauregard. Oh, Belmont. 
Belmont. Belmont. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, something waspy. Yes. Yeah, Sierra Belmont, and she Belmont. is Paris Hilton, I think, essentially. <laughs> like, she's... Well, without the celebrity, though. But that is a question, and I this is something that I want to talk about with this movie, because I had a real question of how well-known she is, which I think really does play into... I just, like, how this movie functions, because she's at least very important... And at the end, she is famous. Well, she dates an influencer, so presumably he has some kind of following. And at the end, she literally like saves the lodge by saying, like, I stayed there. And then the phone rings off the hook. So she has some level of influence and celebrity. But yet, right. when she hits well, her head, nobody recognizes her for the whole right. like middle two thirds of the movie. <laughs> yeah, right. certainly not. Um you know, love interest, Jake Russell, played by Cord Overstreet. Cord Jake Overstreet. Russell Terri- Jake Russell Terrier. I'm, a, I'm not over Cord Overstreet as a real name for the actor. Yeah, that's the real name. Jake <laughs> Russell is the character. He is. He was from Glee. Yeah. Do we know that? Is that like a Vin Diesel? Is Cord Overstreet? Did he just I pick? I that. Yeah. I don't know. Because it's very convenient. It does sound convenient. <laughs> No, real name, Cord Overstreet. That's crazy. That's he what he is wants the daughter, you to think. He, he is the son of a makeup artist and a country music singer. His, oh, his mother, okay. Melody, and his, right. his, his dad. Yeah, I did and his father, Overture. <laughs> <laughs> that makes more sense. Yeah, he has uh, siblings, Clef, and... <laughs> Note, <laughs> Trouble, Ace. Yeah. yeah, Trouble was the problem child, obviously. Right. Trouble, Ace. Here comes Trouble. <laughs> hey oh. um, But yeah, no, his, his real name is Cord Overstreet. Well, that worked yeah. out well. Yeah. Yeah. You're limited in career options if your name is Cord Overstreet. Right. Because, like, no one's saying, like, Mr. Overstreet, what's your first name? I know you're our math teacher, but <laughs> what's your first name? <laughs> It's Poor it's man. Paul. It's Paul. It's just Paul. <laughs> Don't let anyone tell you different. Yeah, that's yeah. It's that would be an interesting name to introduce yourself as. He could have life. been a parachute instructor. I feel like that's the only other avenue. Right, or like an ENT, like vocal cords. Yeah, yeah. I think there yeah. were there were some opportunities. <laughs> yeah. He had some options. Yeah. Well, I, I think you might have, have the right idea if he was a, a skydiving instructor named Overstreet. And but he'd have some saying. jokes about how it's like, listen, yeah. if we're we're floating over my name, you know, over. if we're over street, we want to make sure we get over grass to yeah. land. If you're pulling the cord over street, <laughs> no good. Yeah, no good. In itself. Yeah. 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 So cord, if you're listening, and we know you are. Yeah. Uh we got if you if you're sick of the acting game, sick of the grind. Maybe try being a skydiving instructor. Why not? <laughs> yeah, we don't only pitch weird movies tangently related to what we're talking about. We also pitch <laughs> career changes for Listen. mildly famous actors from the aughts. He <laughs> should seriously consider it. Yeah, know? I'm just saying. Yeah, like it's yeah. Why not? Why, why not? not? And I think this just plays. It, we're playing the the strange name game. Is that Tad Fairchild? total influencer name mm-hmm. actor george young yeah. <laughs> i think that's the thing too if you held up photos of both of the actors and you said one of these men is named cord right. Overstreet, you would get that wrong like Absolutely. you just would yeah yeah because i was like oh who is this guy 
uh, and I looked up his name and I was like, oh, it's George Young. Yeah, just good old George Young. It's good old George, you know? <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed him. He was Yeah, he was I, I, you know, when we get to the end, I definitely want to talk more about him because yeah. he, yeah, he was fantastic throughout. Yeah. yeah, he was, no, he was, his, his whole arc, mm-hmm. but like his fall was so bad mm-hmm. and he was fine he fell oh, through yeah. the earth like the, the yeah, earth did. opened up and swallowed him a sinkhole at the top of the mountain <laughs> yeah. sucks him in through mm-hmm. ice planet hell and then he he winds up somehow in a giant lake <laughs> yeah it was just so ni- like exactly where he fell was where he you know wouldn't have gotten hurt but he also like it was like the mufasa fall he was like falling <laughs> and like trying to hang on and then he just like gets up like there's no death like you would expect again lending credence to my theory that this takes place in the hancock universe (laughs) and the reason that uh sierra belmont Lindsay lowen's character and uh tad fairchild couldn't be together is that they're both super beings and they would be destroying (laughs) each other if they were if they actually got together so it's actually for the best that uh jake russell was able to uh woo said sierra belmont away from certain doom as it were (laughs) thank god (laughs) <laughs> but yeah so let's just to, so we we she's a f- somewhat notable heiress to a mm-hmm. at least well, yeah. one very uh posh uh ski lodge if not a chain i don't right. know if that was made clear if there's more right. than this one location and with just how little everybody in uh crazy christmas hotel land mm-hmm. was aware of her it almost seemed like she was living the dream of fabulous wealth with no fame whatsoever. Maybe, right. yeah. Because that's the dream. Like, yeah. if you can... Right. Like, fabulous wealth, no one knows who you are. Not that's... following you around. That's the ideal. If you, you know, if you can avoid the fame and the trappings thereof, like, wealth yeah. is the way to go. Uh, yeah. Says a bunch of people who are recording a podcast for posterity <laughs> right. and, and perform on stage and in movies, you know. If we could have <laughs> one of these... <laughs> Look, if we could have one of these two things we don't have, I think we'd agree it should be money. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can say as a public school teacher, yes. Uh, but yeah, so she she's this heiress. She's supposed to take this job from her dad, uh, her influencer, oh, fiance. Vice president of Atmosphere. Yeah, vice president, president of Atmosphere. Uh, yeah. Also not president of Atmosphere. Like, doesn't... Right. <laughs> Just who does she report to? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so then she's also the whole reason they go to the mountaintop is because he proposes to her. But then subplot of Jake Russell Terrier um, is running a failing smaller, quainter, uh, you know, uh, Vince Vaughn from Dodgeball version of the ski lodge. <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. And he has a daughter and obviously his wife died because it's a Christmas movie. And his daughter makes a wish on a magic tree, I think. Yeah, I mean, the Santa, okay, the Santa was creepy. The Santa was not good casting. Like, I was like, he was well, I, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I know that there was a character called uh, Chestnut Salesman. <laughs> <laughs> right. Or, sorry, Chestnut Vendor. Just a regular guy with a white beard and chestnuts. You know? Are you are yeah. you sure that's not the actor's name in this movie? I feel like we need to clarify. Oh, Isn't sorry. It? No, I, I misread it. It is <laughs> Chestnut Vendor. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, the actor that played him is uh, William Bus Riley. Oh, 
But yeah, he was kind of a creepy Santa Claus. Like yeah. he was a upsetting. Yeah, because he just gave like real creepy looks. He's like, "Ooh, little girl making yeah. wishes." And then mm. like, because he made the wind sweep her wish away, so it was like, I guess he was doing all the magic, but like, it was creepy. It seemed and, like no, it's creepy. Cast a spell. And in true monkey's paw fashion, uh, the wish was granted via traumatic brain injury. Right, because right. the wind takes Lindsay away. I think that what? is yeah where it plays into that's the only okay. So I got to get them together. The only solution I can think of is right. almost killing her. Like that. Well, because he, I'm sure he knew about the meat cute where he spilled hot chocolate on her expensive sure. red jumpsuit. That's right. good that he knew about it because apparently Jake Russell didn't like seem to right. remember that either. Neither of them remembered that. Well, I mean, she, not that she would until the end. But. Yeah. <laughs> but like it was weird that he didn't. That was, I kept thinking because again, like, I think that is the one thing overboard is a great shorthand for this movie, but in the same time, Kurt Russell's character in overboard was very aware of what he was doing the whole right. time. Right. Yeah. Well, no, he, it was the whole full gaslighting. Yeah. Right. Um, but of course there is the whole like women doing housework. Yes. Like, well, that's, yeah, that has to be um, part of it. I get, yeah, why was she like plunging a toilet? I didn't really understand. She was helping out around the hotel that has, $14 million to spend on Christmas decorations, but cannot right. cannot pay a staff. You know, that's a good point. No one ever asked to look at the books. It's entirely possible that this operation could have been, you know, in the in the black. If only the priorities were reorganized. We their tinsel. Yeah, no. go, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say their tinsel budget out of control. Yeah. Well, and you have a George Bailey problem at the end, too, which is like part of the solution is that everyone in town was like, hey, when you let me stay in your hotel for a month, I never paid you. So here's right. a check. Like, that was Yeah, that was a lot when they were all like, by the way, I brought this check for thousands of dollars. But it was all for like things that it's like because one of them was like I, dance he lessons been paid for. I think it was mm -hmm. dance lessons. I think he towed the mayor's car or something like they were right. significant things that he should be charging for. Yes. It's like, but all he right, has I guess his we tried. Remember, he's like, I don't want them to see me differently. <laughs> I can't possibly ask them for money for I services. I want them to yeah. see me as a doormat that they can get whatever <laughs> they want from at all times. Uh, I'm, I'm just glad great. that the whole town like had a, uh, you know, a moment of clarity. I'm like, oh, we should probably pay this rube for taking advantage of him. <laughs> right. Guys, the gravy train's been fun, but a man, <laughs> yeah, now the rube made us sad. So let's actually <laughs> pay him. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Not great business sense from Jake. No. And, and what's the story? Like, the hotel was the wife's and he, like, married into it? Yeah. Because it was, like, her dream. Was right? to own a hotel and spend way too much on tinsel. Yes, Which also just decorated for Christmas. Also, can we talk about the corruption of the mayor? Because if that story is true, that his wife wanted to start the it is not a historic site in any way so it, the designation that he gets at the end is just crony capitalism like yeah that's, <laughs> that's true. Well, i mean that that just shows just how just strange colorado politics are this is a great microcosm for that lesson you know anybody that paid attention to the most recent uh you know midterm elections in colorado understand that that's a state it's it's the purplest state with just complete mm -hmm. dichotomy from town to town and Rampant corruption everywhere. Uh, this is the expose that we provide here on Silver Linings <laughs> Playback. The best part of my job is doing this Christmas ceremony. The second best 
part is taking kickbacks. <laughs> it's like, wait, no, hold on. The best part is the kickbacks, <laughs> then Christmas. Flip that. that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. but yeah, so I think the only thing that we've, I think we've described the plot, except for the fact that we haven't talked about uh, that influencer boyfriend spends most of the movie with a guy ice fishing <laughs> with just a mountain man <laughs> yeah who's poaching we find out in the end yeah. too yes yeah. uh played by sean dillingham and if you look at his imdb he's been in everything okay i need to look at that yeah just uh he's yeah. like a just a very like practiced commercial actor yeah. has been on i think better call saul breaking Bad. like he's just been yeah. a, that guy like small roles in everything nice yeah good yeah, for him us. i love yeah i love those actors like i know them from somewhere i didn't clock him on this one but yeah he's been yeah um i can't remember the name there's this really great documentary about essentially those working actors yeah uh and i want to say it's i know that voice but that's the one about voice actors um i know I you're talking about the name it too of it. yeah like i'm <laughs> I, although it feels fitting that we can't think of the name that we cannot remember the name <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, but it's like it's like all those people that like they are literally working actors. They're not yeah. movie stars. Right. They they grind out. They do 10, 11 projects a year. Yeah. And, you know, their face because, you know, some of them have rose to varying levels of fame. And it's mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So, you know, watch that, too. Yeah, I'm going to. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's, no, it's 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 it is it is a really well done documentary about, uh, you know, that. The side of acting that you, the side of especially screen acting that you don't think about when right. cause you, everyone thinks about the celebrities and, right. you know, that's the people that do, uh, if, if they're in a TV show, that's all they do that year. Or if they're mm -hmm. in a movie, they do a movie. Right. Or they're Nicolas Cage and do a ton of projects. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. He's I would have loved those it castles. in this documentary if he would have been in it too. Oh my God. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, I just, uh, I just grind on like seven, eight pictures a year. Just gotta make ends meet. <laughs> Oh, classic. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that uh, I mean, I think we need to talk about that. He was in the but that is like a spoiler alert. That's a silver lining for this movie is uh, Tad Fairchild just spending yeah. time with this mountain man. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. Did you say I, was, I'm sorry. I shipped them too? I like uh -oh. I was hoping they got together. I was I was shipping them right. pretty hard. I will. Yeah, but then Tad takes the uh, hotel guy to wherever he's going. So he's I, like, you're out of New Year's with me. I did love that. I have to say that I, I thought that was a really good choice because yeah. and she sort of sets that up where Sierra is like, oh, you'll be fine by New Year's. And then like right. immediately he looks at the right. hotel clerk and is like, what are you doing for New Year's? You know, like I, yeah. I thought that was probably my favorite writing in the whole movie, I think, was that exchange. <laughs> yeah, no, it was cute. It was cute. And he's also, like, post about this. Because, like, yeah, yeah, he's, like, already processing it pretty well. <laughs> I also know that, like, whoever wrote this script, when they were writing The Hotel Clerk, they're, like, just wrote a John Early type. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. And, you know, uh, apparently John Early's gotten too big for this type of work. And they, yeah. so they had to go for go for the wish version yeah well, i think i just saw that he was named uh for search party was named like one of the best characters of the year in one of those end oh. of year lists so he might be early might be blowing up too much like right good for him yeah you know? yeah yeah 
I mean, like him and Kate Berlant, she was in Don't Worry Darling. So like it's it's really the two of them are finally (laughs) it's their time. Twenty twenty three. Their time to shine. Yeah. (laughs) And stay tuned for next month for Don't Worry Darling. Oh, yeah. Yeah, That's coming. (laughs) Yeah. Um, no, this like. So I know on Joel on your other podcast, uh, Stephanie knows some shit with Stephanie Smar. Stephanie did not enjoy this film. Yeah, I haven't followed up with her. I just know she threw that out that uh, she advised the listeners of that podcast to not watch this movie. And I hadn't seen it yet. So I I have not had an in-depth discussion with her. Yeah, the dramatic irony when I was listening to that and heard her make the comment, do not see this movie. I'm like, oh, (laughs) well, little do you know, Stephanie. Yeah, we were already committed. (laughs) We were already priced in on, on, on talking about this movie. Hmm. Um, but yeah, like, like I said, I, and we were talking again before, like, this isn't a good movie, but I also think that my barometer is wildly screwed up from doing this podcast. Like I, I did not hate watching this movie. Well, no, I, mean, I think that you kind of hit it. The Christmas movies are such an industry and it's because there's a formula that works. And this movie 100% is sticking to a formula it's not even terribly ambitious in its exploration of that formula but it it works like it Mm -hmm. it hits the the buttons that it needs to hit it works enough i don't think it's great but i think it's super watchable yeah no this is like the peanut butter and jelly sandwich of movies like it 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 gets what Mm -hmm. does what it needs to do right it's satisfying you know it's a a a light snack and you're and you're good to go about the rest of your day right and I mean, Lindsay Lohan is back like yeah. that. That was enough for me to be like, yes, you know, like I really wanted to love it because, oh, yeah. you know, I, I am. I, I can you can put this in the record that I am definitely a Lindsay Lohan fan. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I mean, Mean Girls is a comedy classic. So good. Which, you little, know, little nod to Mean Girls in yeah. this movie, too. She's, you yeah. know, she sang. She sang it in, you know, um, diegetically in the movie. And then they actually are like, no, you're going to record it for the soundtrack too, yes. Lindsay. So yeah. I loved it. get ready. Um, no, that was that was so good. Um, you know, and, and like. I appreciated how not winky this movie was. Mm-hmm. I did, too. But can I I'm going to ask a tough question, because now that we are all on the record that we we like Lindsay Lohan, we're, we're rooting for a comeback. Was this a good use of her, though? Because I'm not convinced that like she was good in it, but I feel like the movie could have asked more of her and didn't. Yeah, that's fair. I feel like it was a nice easing back in, maybe. <laughs> maybe that's it. Of like she's just getting the reps. Yeah. Like she yeah. just needed the, like, Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Easy stuff, just like hit a little. You know, yeah, no, this was I think this was knocking the rust off like this was it's super low risk as like both financially as far as what she has to do as a performance. Mm -hmm. Like, I I don't think that her return to prominence or whatever you want to call it should have been, you know, Oscar bait that we'd be doing in our failed Oscar bait month in April. You know, like it's. I mean, I'm not even saying Oscar bait, but I just think because, again, you're mentioning Mean Girls or like just like the stuff that she did. I think her personality, she has a very distinct and it's even before the turn, before the the fall, you know, like 
I think they could have gone harder on her being terrible. Like she didn't seem that terrible. Like she, she just that, yeah, that's yeah. a good point. She really never seemed terrible. Yeah. Well, like she was spoiled, I guess. But I wasn't like, oh, what a bitch. Like I, she seemed kind of nice. No, she seemed like she was I'm just gonna, trying to figure it out. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say that that was a good choice. Mm-hmm. So I think it was a good choice narratively because that meant that uh clef underbridge was um (laughs) was falling in love with the real person and not some you know some victim of a traumatic brain injury that that luckily she got that perfect sweet spot of amnesia where she forgot her name and her previous job uh it's just that one part of the brain that hit the tree that that one wrinkle in the brain (laughs) yeah right uh as we all know part of the occipital lobe um but yeah, no, I think so. I think that was like a good choice. Um, I think I just I, don't- I just wanted her to have a little bit more to play, I think, is what I'm getting at is like <laughs> just like one more layer to the character, just something because again, like and I, I wasn't trying to be, you know, like, you know, like we the opening clip isn't her. And I didn't do that, like to be mean or anything. It's just when I really went back and thought about it, that scene and or the scene with the influencer were just seemed like yeah. they popped more than anything with yeah. her that was more like expository and less, you know, just fun. Right. Yeah, I, I think I, I think, Jill, you hit it that it, this was the safe play. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I, I think it was smart, too, that they never put you in a position to root against her character. Right. And so many people have been rooting against Lindsay Lohan for right. all for her, all of her bad choices yes. and all of that, that like yeah. that she, they, they, you know, um, they kept her baby face. They, they kept her, yeah. you know, as, as, as the hero for um, right. as much of the movie as possible. And mm-hmm. I think that was maybe not as intentional as I'm making it out to be, but I, I it can't be an accident that she, Right. Um, you know, she's not like Pollyanna, nothing bad about her. Like she's, you know, she's trying to do her best. She's a victim of privilege, mm-hmm. which sounds like a weird thing to say, but like she doesn't know how the world works. And that's, right. you know, um, and, you know, that that is enough to be like, all right, this girl. But at the same time, mm-hmm. like she does seem to have a supportive father that cares yeah. about her, that it doesn't brush her off when when she tries to do that. And that like. Right. Um, you know, Lindsay Lohan needs a cheering section because mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of people that want her to come back and be successful. Right. I think three of them are on this podcast right now. Sure. Uh, yeah. And so I think that like she, you know, I think I think they didn't want to make it look I, it didn't want to be like she couldn't be the Ebenezer Scrooge in this movie that right. where she has where she like grows into being a better person. Um, right. That, you know, she got to like realize like, oh, you know, maybe some actual you know putting my nose to the grindstone is good and mm-hmm. uh, hilariously trying to wash clothes <laughs> i do that i think <laughs> wait like... i don't put all the bubbles in the world in uh, I, I feel like even i don't know if like in the end when she remembered who she was because her name was said even though you feel like that's someone could have works. said sarah wrong and she right. would have heard sierra but yeah. that's yeah. <laughs> that mountain man like hey sierra now i remember but no i feel like even i, I think i might have liked an ending where she's like all your lodge needs is some some branding on social media or like some sort of like I do have these skills 
you know, right. that aren't like the thing that you're bad at is promotions and I'm good at that. Right. So I'm going to give a makeover to your lodge and, and make it like it's just mm-hmm. something. I don't know. Like maybe I'm the only one stuck on this, but I just like I wanted no, I, more I, for no, her. I think you're right about that. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, that nice. Yeah. I think and also like. <laughs> so her like saying she enjoyed this hotel leads to a bunch of people booking there. Mm hmm. Apparently, this is the last hotel in the world that doesn't have a website. (laughs) (laughs) It's part of the problem. I'm telling you, this guy's a shitty owner. Like, that's what we're getting at. Had had I gotten a pass at this script, believe me, when uh, when she, uh, you know, flooded the laundry room, I would have absolutely cool lines like, well, this is going to eat into our tinsel budget. (laughs) Uh, I guess we can't have seven, eight, seventy eight thousand bows. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. What's Yelp? I don't. I've never heard of it. I'm just living know, a like quaint snow lodge life. <laughs> right. like they can call and then sign the registry once they check in. Right. I I, I was have like one woman answer. I, the the best part though is when she was like, "It's lighting up like Christmas," <laughs> and I just. <laughs> Couldn't. If only, yeah. if only the Too little much. the little girl had walked up to that wishing tree and said, "Like, I wish my dad could enter the twenty first century." <laughs> hey, get on my computer. Let's be honest. Late twentieth century at this point. <laughs> Just get only dad my dad a- could be in nineteen ninety eight. Get yeah. dad a laptop. Come on. <laughs> Some Wi Fi for the cabin. Like, apparently, there's right. no cell, you know, reception right. anywhere. Right. If you could just make a Weebly site or a Wix site. Which also, even a Wix site, it's fine. Just also, again, I'm not, it's fine. But I know it's occurring to me that at no point did this movie address, like, did anyone see if she had a cell phone in her pocket or like a bag on her or like a wallet? They they established that she didn't have any like it all identification. Fell. It all fell During out. her horrific tumble down. Her seven mile tumble right. down a mountain. <laughs> That's the only thing that happened is her wallet fell out, but she's fine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. That's gone. <laughs> Fair that enough. is lost to the sands of time. <laughs> yeah. I I will say with how just ridiculous the fall was, I half expected her to like Looney Tune style turn into a giant snowball. Right. Right. <laughs> that would have been a good choice if they're just going yeah. by and it's like, wait, there's legs in that <laughs> like giant snowball. That would have been really funny. <laughs> yeah, it had that vibe. <laughs> Like this isn't this is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, like this movie is as ridiculous as all of those uh half pun intended cookie cutter Christmas movies. Yeah. I see what you did there. Yeah. Yeah. Um it is. It's but like there's thousands of those for a reason. Mm-hmm. You right. know, like it's it's comfort food. It's mm-hmm. it's it's nonsense. It's you know, like God, now I kind of want there to be like a Christmas movie award show. Yeah. Just where they just have an award show for the Christmas movies. But only if it's like hyper specific, the categories, you know, like, Like, you know, best widower. Right. Exactly. Like, (laughs) you know, most uh, precocious child. Right. Of a single parent. (laughs) Best chestnut vendor, you know, like the important guy. Yeah, or or just yeah. like most creative uh, Santa Claus, you know, job. <laughs> like, right. like, what is he doing? Right, right. <laughs> How can I masquerade the fact that I am Santa? <laughs> also, it it felt weird with the chestnut vendor too, because like 
look, I get it. You're a chestnut vendor. It's but like no one is like, oh my god, that chestnut vendor looks like exactly yeah. like Santa Claus. <laughs> I feel like in the mountains of Colorado is the best place you stand to get away with that. That's true. They're That's like, true. it's Kitty Rogers. <laughs> Because Ralph, you know, also could have been the Santa analog because he, you know, he was a, a burly bearded man. If only. That's and true. it wasn't it wasn't miles away. What if, yeah. uh, what if that was the swerve? How great. If, I say cut the chestnut vendor and that's the reveal. That guy's Santa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, one last thing that I feel like I need to malign, even mm-hmm. though I think we're kind of pivoted. No one in the history of time has been as enthralled by a snow globe as Lindsay Lohan was at that scene. She's back, baby. Like, come on. That's why you hire her. That's why you get to a Lohan. That was a peak scene for her. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Again, yeah. And that's when I said that she didn't have a lot to do. Man, you give her that one thing and she one morsel. Yeah. She gave it so much. She and I mean that sincerely. Like, yeah, she Played so like everything like, in that. She's like, I don't care that no one in the history of time has ever been impressed by a snow globe. <laughs> I am selling how <laughs> awesome the snow globe is. It's like the Jordan Belfort sell me this pen. Right, right. I, if only, you know, like now that you're bringing that up, I, I kind of wish that it was like a Kaiser Soze moment and she, that the snow globe tumbles Belmont. to the ground and like smashes and it, it says Belmont on the bottom and then that's how she gets her memory back. What <laughs> <laughs> fun. But sad. And like that, I, God, are, are we writing a Christmas movie? Is that what's happening right I think, now? I think so. <laughs> Lindsay. If you're listening. <laughs> and we know you are. Yeah. <laughs> Holler at your friends. Yeah. No, and like, God, I just I'm also just thinking about the Christmas award show and like the cat fighting between Danica McKellar and Melissa Joan Hart in the back. And um all I'm here for it. I know, right? All the yeah, all those classic like those actresses that have done so many Christmas movies. Like, yeah, Melissa Joan Hart. She's done like dozens. <laughs> oh. I love and, and oh yeah no I, I love, oh god Clarissa explains it all was yeah. was and seminal Sabrina, tele- I, and Sabrina oh yeah Sabrina oh, totally yeah yeah but I just also, I'm also picturing like the pre-show like uh you know the the red carpet and they're like oh who are you wearing oh I'm wearing Michaels I'm wearing Hobby Hobby <laughs> I'm wearing <laughs> I'm wearing Bernie Marcus Sanders mittens <laughs> yes. yeah. That would be amazing. A Christmas red carpet with like Christmas glam. All Christmas theme. Okay. Ah. Here's just throwing this out there too. It's a red and white striped carpet. Obviously. Yes. Yeah. A candy cane carpet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm in. I'm there. No, this is like if anybody from GAC or AMC family or ABC family or Freeform or whatever it's called. If they're listening, we are about to get robbed. Yeah. <laughs> like that's like that's that's going to happen. But come on. It's Christmas. Reach deep down and realize the right thing to do is to make yes. us rich but not famous. That's yes. It. Yeah. That is the right thing to do. <laughs> um Oh man, like uh what a, what an idea. Mhm. What an I like that's so fun. This is this is Jason goes to court level good idea that we've had. <laughs> That's still the dream. <laughs> yes. Um longtime listeners will know that we've been forever dreaming about making a Friday the thirteenth sequel called Jason Goes to Court, where he just gets put on trial for all of his crimes. 
That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> which takes place before uh, Jason X, which implied that there was some kind of trial and he was found guilty. <laughs> so. So, yeah, we got it all figured out. Wow, yeah. Our timeline. Check out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It all, it, yeah. We're continuity sound. Um, let's talk about the bromance between Tad Fairchild and, uh, okay. We've pivoted, right? So we're, yeah, in... we're full. I think, okay. I think it's now time to talk about the, the best part of this movie <laughs> between Ralph and Tad. Also mm-hmm. just Tad Fairchild, just blanket beginning to end. Every moment, every choice, every beat was the right move. Like that is the character that this movie needed and played mm-hmm. by an actor who understands who he's playing. And- in right. different hands, that character could have been insufferable in all the wrong ways. Right. And yeah, instead, I'd he like was insufferable you, in all the right ways. Right. Like, I like that you still, like, want, you were happy when he showed up on screen and he was funny. You weren't like, oh, my God, this guy is terrible. He was, yeah, he was fun to watch. Yeah, you were kind of rooting for him in his own way, which made the ending yeah. really work, too, that you wanted him to f- move on immediately to someone mm-hmm. else. I also right. thought it was a, a really strong choice when... Um, Jack Russell, uh, Jake Russell, whatever, uh, is talking to the limo window that even that w- like this movie does sort of choose goodness over like confrontation a lot in a really fascinating way of just like he's like, no, you're not talking to me clearly. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. I like that, too. Yeah. No one was really like mean. like people were framed as like, no, oh, not so great and great. But like, maybe no, selfish at worst. Yeah. yeah, right. No one was like mean. Like even the dad was like supportive of her, you know. And even her, even though Tad wasn't the best boyfriend, like the worst he was was just like obsessed with Instagram. Yeah, right. You know? And like, and the same thing. Like when, um, when the dad and uh, um, Treble uh, <laughs> by the sea, whatever his name is, sure. um, <laughs> uh, when they had the meeting and he decides not to help, like invest yeah. in the hotel. Like it's not like. He doesn't then immediately decide to, I'm going to put that quaint little hotel under. Right, these right. kids can have a dance off at the community right. center to save. Like yeah. they, they don't even even entertain that as a possibility. And right. I think that in different hands that the dad would have been more of a villain played exactly. by Marlowe's places. Jack Wagner. Uh, always good to see him showing up again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but the fact just that like, they had a nice scene where it was like, thanks for letting me win. Like that was right. the gentlemanly thing to do or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And and like he's like you know he's like was like listen it's not a good investment for me you spend way too much on tinsel yeah <laughs> also you so, don't even have a website I tried yeah. to Google you for this meeting and you didn't come up I just you're nowhere <laughs> I, I saw an angel fire site <laughs> and it, it just had a toaster with wings flying across. <laughs> Um, oh, bless the Wild West that was the 90s internet. <laughs> the best. But you know, like this, I, this, like, I feel like something in a, a trope of Christmas movies is that there's usually someone who's just awful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's the, that person, it's that like Grinch Scrooge that like learns to grow or like the Mr. Potter that gets his comeuppance. Mm-hmm. It was kind of refreshing that this movie, like, People like were were selfish, but it, everybody chose kindness. Like no one, no one yes. chose, no one chose hate, and that's like well, good. except the hotel staff that was like, well, it's easier if she's dead, so let's not 
dig deeper Let's into not this. Look for her. That's just that's just okay. If if we're gonna call that a, one of the seven deadly sins, that's just sloth. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. laziness. Yeah, <laughs> that's just I'm a burnt out hotel employee around Christmas. So eh, whatever. She's not asking for anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But no, like God, that that scene where Tad stumbles upon the ice shed of mm-hmm. Ralph. Yes. Gold. Yeah. yeah. I it's a it's, different movie. Like, I think that's the thing is that you have the the very traditional Christmas movie that we all kind of expect that's happening with the the lovable single dad and uh, all of that. But then it's like this adorable Moppet of a child. <laughs> but yeah, your B story is a solid and less predictable buddy comedy about two mm. unlikely friends. One right. an influencer, the other a guy who lives off the grid having to yeah. like make it back into town together. <laughs> right. A three day hike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, and that's like uh, just another like this movie was never reductive and it never like punched mm-hmm. down about like any of the people they were talking to. Like um, and like that Mountain Man character could have easily been the butt of jokes, um, you know, that a lot of things they could have done would have been, you know, they, but they're just like they chose. Let's be nice. And that's yeah. I'm I'm here for it. Yeah, I like that. That there wasn't. Yeah. Like suddenly someone was like, screw you. Like everyone was just like doing their best trying to figure it out given the circumstances yeah and that's isn't that what we're all doing in 2022 (laughs) yeah it's definitely the vibe at this point (laughs) what's happening let's figure it out (laughs) i think it would have been fun now that i'm thinking about they could have even played it up more of like if there were some cutbacks to them of various scenes where he's just like trying to explain you know, like going viral, like right. a post going viral. And the guy's like sincerely trying to understand. It's like, so, so I, had the, I had the flu a few weeks back. That's a virus. This is what we're talking about. Like, because I would not like, want that. Spreads. I don't understand yeah. why you'd want oh, that. That sounds bad. You don't, you don't use technology on this mountain. I, I don't know. I will say, and like, I enjoyed the scene, but the spicy beans scene was weird. Like, that was just oh. a weird, that was just a weird yeah. choice. But it was it was like entertaining as like a standalone vignette. So it was like, it's right. fine. It's like fun. But yeah, that is it was kind of random. It's like, I don't know, like. I, I've i done a decent amount of camping in my day. Mm. Uh, you tend to try to avoid food that will give you any form of indigestion right. as a rule. Yeah. You yeah. know, like when when you don't know that if your next toilet's going to be a toilet, like you sure. try to make sure that that's as pleasant an experience as possible that's for fair. me. I'm just, you know, putting yeah. that out there in the world. Uh, right. So really spicy beans, not the move for me for Ralph, yeah. you know, who am I to yeah. judge, but maybe Ralph that's the funny. only time he can have his spicy beans. No one will let him eat them in town. So he has to go right. all the way out. <laughs> go to my shack and eat my spicy beans. Eat my spicy beans. <laughs> my solace. <laughs> go into the bean shack. <laughs> go into the bean shack. Yeah. <laughs> the, the ice fish, they, they appreciate my beans. <laughs> This is my Christmas wish, is the spicy beans in the shack. That's what actually they meant by poaching on lands. That's actually code for eating his beans. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's poaching again. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, but just like, and the fact that like, so the falls that both uh, Tad and Sierra took were pretty ridiculous. 
But then the rest of the physical comedy was surprisingly muted. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah, it was like, even the, I mean, like the coffee scene was pretty like yeah. grounded. Right. Yeah. You know, like I, I, it, it's yeah. And it was weird that like. Did did uh, Court Overshoot mention that like it's like it's like I, she looks familiar, but I can't remember. From he did where. say that he said that he, she looked familiar, but that was as close as he ever got to seeming to remember. Right. Yeah. I mean, I know I know we're in the silver linings, but like. I've seen Lindsay Lohan up close. Like uh, I went to an SNL taping where she was there mm. and like, she's stunning. Yeah. Like, yeah. She's, she's memorable. Well, right. it's, it's weird for that reason. It's also, she was dressed in a very distinct outfit right. when he met yeah, her. She and, was dressed to the 11s. Like also <laughs> again, I mean, we are kind of setting up this guy's not a good businessman and that he's not running it effectively, but you, it feels like you would know who the daughter of the guy who you're asking for a significant investment from was. Right. Well, he doesn't have the internet, so he doesn't even know does, what a daughter yeah. is. He, the only reason he knows what a daughter is is because he has one. I have one, but uh, other people do. I don't. She do you, was though. Where she was wearing sunglasses. Okay. I, yeah. I was like, yeah, I thought it was weird when he was like, I don't. And then like, because I rewatched that scene, and she's wearing glasses, and then the hat. And then Tad like comes between them. So I feel like they really were like, this is why. Okay. So someone, someone was trying to sell it. You have to go back. It wasn't blatant. So they dotted their eyes a little bit there. So good, good good on you falling for Christmas. (laughs) Which by the way, can we talk about too, because we cannot end this show, the silver linings portion without talking about how fantastic her outfits were in the beginning. And in particularly that, I think that one was probably because that was the pink, right? Like the, when well, she there got was the, the all red like power red, out. Yeah. yeah but then there was like the pink ski suit with like the the matryoshka hat and, like, that was the that. best one the pink ski suit was my favorite yeah she had some great outfit but even once she was like simple i loved her like white shirt yeah and he's like go change i was like she still looks great <laughs> yeah you yeah. know she styled fantastically like yeah. throughout this movie her outfits are really good um and like just to talk about a sweet moment um when uh, Lindsay Lohan, when Sierra and the daughter, uh, uh, Ava, I think her name was, they're all named Ava, I think Avi. in these movies, Avi. Yeah. yeah. Um, when like they're talking about her mother and she's like, you know, it's like sometimes I talk to her picture and Lindsay Lohan's like, that, no, that's a great thing to do. Like, you, yeah. you want to keep her. I was like, again, good on you, movie, for like, right. yeah, keeping it positive and not, and not being like over, like, Lindsay Lohan wasn't trying to step in and be mom. She right. was just, you know, she's just relating. And it was like, it was very human. And right. yeah. these movies can often err on the side of saccharine. And that was a scene I felt like didn't. So yeah. thumbs yeah. up. Also, yes. the, the little girl was very, like, adorable. She was well cast, yeah. you know, as precocious yeah. child. Right. Yes. Because you it can't make a Christmas movie without. What? <laughs> you can't make a Christmas movie without a precocious child. No, yeah. you sure can't. But the mother-in-law sometimes was a little like over the top. She's like, make a wish. <laughs> like, <laughs> calm down. Um, but she was sweet. I, I did enjoy though too. Like, of course, she gave her blessing. Like, let my daughter go. You know, like be yeah, with right. Sierra. I was like, okay, well. I think she wanted yeah. out. I think she was <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't, your business sense. <laughs> Is, is I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> I can't answer the phones anymore. I think that's yeah. a, I think that's a subtext like, of her and the daughter's wish of just like, look, we love you, but like, come on, man, <laughs> we can't do this alone anymore. It's like I, I get how much you love Christmas ornaments. 
the tinsel but is they we have an eaten intervention eaten. Like the tinsel uh, we also, saw the receipts it's <laughs> also we've talked about it can you just fire that chestnut vendor he creeps us all out <laughs> <He's> creepy <laughs> oh you mean nick <laughs> no. uh, i i think we did it though i think like, we did it i yeah. think for sure we did it um yeah uh so this like if you have another Christmas movie to add to your list out there, listeners, say if it's you your third year watching a series of Christmas <laughs> movies and you need another one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, no, this was uh, this is a fun, inoffensive Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Give it a look. See if you, you know, this is uh, similar to last year when we talked about the uh, uh, Father Christmas Returns or whatever it yeah. was. Mm-hmm. If you want a movie to put on in the background while you're trimming yes. the tree or making cookies mm-hmm. or just, you know, doing other activities, right. this is exactly where you, this is where this movie yep. fits in the in the line. Also, it's if very- you're if you're looking for to make your 2023 Christmas movie and you want to sweep the soon to come Christmas award show that we're all developing, let's put Lindsay oh. Lohan and Kelsey Grammer. What if he's her dad? <laughs> In a movie, I think that's where we're all headed. Whoa, <laughs> that's that's that is the the big finish. Um, so yeah, so Jill, thanks so much for doing yeah, this. Yeah, thank again. you so much. Yes, thank yeah. you for having me. Yeah, uh, if people want to find out more about you, where should they look? Well, the Christmas calendar is on my Instagram, Jillian Bitco, uh, and it's called Jill's Xmas Cal. You can hashtag it if you're following. Nice. Ooh. Good to know. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, again, we we love doing this. I, I think this yeah. is an annual tradition. This is yes. one of my new favorite holiday traditions for sure. Is uh, having you onto the onto the pod to talk about Christmas movies and and yeah, thanks again for coming and yeah. you know I I'll I can't wait to find slips. I can't wait to find out who next year gets a comeback movie in Christmas. <laughs> like who's it going to be? <laughs> Let's say who do you think is going to be? Like, should we take a bet? Like who's who's primed for? <laughs> Who's going to make the big Christmas comeback? Yeah. Hmm. It's a tough one. It is a tough one. Um, yeah, I, uh, I put it on the spot. I'm going to say uh, it's going to be the completion of the Brendan Fraser comeback story. Oh my God. He's going to win Christmas next year. That would be amazing. That's maybe, my call. Maybe Candace Cameron will oh. go back and maybe do she- non-traditional Christmas food. That's all we want, Candace. God, if she, if she gets the Scrooge treatment and learns to love her all of her fellow yes, humans. That would be the true Christmas miracle. <laughs> That's the Christmas comeback I'm rooting for. <laughs> and Kirk Cameron gets hit by a bus. Oh, God. <laughs> That's too far gone. He's too far gone. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, though? I, I think adjacent, just because you, you brought her up, I'm rooting for Dave Coulier. Oh, I yeah. think it's his time. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's Dave Coulier's Cut It Out Christmas 2023. Christmas? <laughs> Cut Christmas out. Oh my God. No, you can't cut out Christmas, Dave Coulier. <laughs> you ought to know. Ram <laughs> the woodchuck. Yeah, yeah. What's this tree made out of? Is it wood? <laughs> yep. I would watch it. <laughs> we, we, we come back. Yeah, next year. <laughs> Let's mark it out. Yeah. Let's hope. Make it happen. Love it. Silver Linings Playback is a production of HoboTrashCan.com. If you enjoyed the show, please rate or review it on Apple Podcasts. 
hear more great shows on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network, like this one. Hey guys, it's Sean. And Carter. From Potato. Salad. Marmalade. Eight. Eight. Aid. Aid. Potato Aid. salad marmalade. Another podcast here on the Peak Sloth Network. Check it out.